Welcome to Always One to Superman and Lois. In this podcast, we talk about each and every episode of the Superman TV show currently airing on the CW. I'm Zach. I'm Sarah. We're back for our 11th episode of the show. How about that? Yep. <laughs> so there were actually no uh, deleted scenes in the most recent episode. So we don't need to talk about those, but there were some deleted scenes in the previous two episodes that we didn't talk about that we're going to mention here for the sake of conversation. In case you guys are wondering, my assumption is that the, this this latest episode was such a big, you know, budget and all that stuff. They just didn't have, there were no extra scenes. Like, I don't know. I've been thinking the opposite. Like they cobble it together and like, oh, I guess we'll do this because there was really no, there was nothing really new here. There was a lot of new stuff I, here. I mean, they reused yeah. a lot of footage from the pilot. So I don't know if that's. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I'm trying I find to that being very resourceful and proves that they kind of thought some of this through, which I'm impressed by. But anyway. Mm-hmm. We had some deleted scenes from the ninth and tenth episodes that we had written down. What do we got, Sarah? Since you're in charge of deleted uh, scenes on this yeah, podcast, okay, whatever. Um, I can't be trusted. Was it nine? <laughs> no, it's not. You can't be trusted. You just couldn't figure it out. <laughs> you're like, I scroll do the whole thing, and then I went behind him and like found the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, was it episode ten? Episode nine and ten. So it looked like the only deleted scene in that one was Lana and Lois. On um, episode nine. Oh, in episode nine? We're talking episode nine and ten. So. Okay, well, I'm talking about ten first. Oh, we're talking about nine first. It's chronological. I mean, we do ten, nine. That's you know, reverse chronological. This is not Chris Nolan over here. All right, we got to go nine and then ten. Fine, whatever. Episode nine, Loyal Subjects with a K. The deleted scene there was... Um, when Tegan shoots him down, that girl that he was like making eye, that uh, Jonathan's Tegan. making eyes at, uh, yeah, yeah. And so we're, I remember like in the previous episode, we're like, oh, maybe we're going to see someone develop here, but because of the deleted scene, no, they just like cut that whole potential plot line out. Yeah, because but he, because like, uh, he like catches up to her in the hallway. And it's like, hey, you, you want to like uh... hang out or something? And she's like, what? Like I don't know. She said something else, but it's kind of like, oh, I was just being nice because your arm is in the cast. And he was like, oh, okay. And then he starts walking away, and then the coach starts like making fun of him. That is, that is classic football coach as a teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's, he's like, saying- "You need a new playbook." Yeah. <laughs> you thought that was hilarious. I know. I mean, he's I, like, "You better close that deal. Like you close that locker." That's what it was. That's that's genius. <laughs> no, that reminded me so much of uh, my my speech teacher in high school. Uh, teacher was Coach Gray, and he was a joke. <laughs> no. And uh, I was in that class with with Mark actually. Uh, so that, that was a lot of fun. Mark, my, at that time, Mark was dating a girl who was watching Smallville. So he'd always, at, we always talk about it there. And then he wasn't dating her anymore after season two. And then we just never talked about Smallville anymore. And he was like, what, what did happen to Lex in that plane? But anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> I digress. Uh, so that, yeah. So I, that's a weird, like, why even have that character? Like, I assume they'll bring her back at some point, maybe. Cause why have like two or three scenes with her randomly like that? And then ended that way, you know? Like, because Sarah warned him about her and all that. I thought that was going to lead to something, but instead it was just like, I mean, that, that was an amusing scene, but I, I don't know. We got we got four episodes left this season as of this recording, so we'll see if she comes back or maybe next season. Maybe they're playing the long game. We need more kids at the high school, basically. Now that, you know, in this episode, Jordan and Sarah, they got all the thing figured out, so they're going to give yeah. Jonathan some, some CW drama, so. I guess. And so for the 10th one. Um, what was the name of the 10th episode? I don't know. You had the ninth one so well. Because <laughs> I, I wrote the ninth oh, one down. Oh, mother, where art thou? Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't have that in my notes here. It was probably another page. I'm not looking at it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I remember in this episode, you're we like, oh, maybe there's going to be a scene between Clark and Lana or 
I don't know. We were, we were saying something like maybe there's going to be this scene. And instead, it's a Lois and Lara? Lana? No. Lois and Lana, but Lana being his mom. And so she asks, like, Lots oh. of L's going on. Yeah, it's really confusing. And um, she's, like, asking, like, what's it like with my son? I'm like, well, that's... That could be an interesting question, mm, depending on how you, you that interpret way, that. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, he's great. And he's really caring. Da, da, da. And in the meantime, like, Lana? Lara? Lara? Like, <laughs> what's her name? Lara. L-A-R-A. Oh, so it's just Lara. Mm-hmm. Lara. Anyways, she's, like, over there, like, waving her hands, like, kind of over the thing. And I just thought that was really funny, like, working her magic in the computer. Doing some Kryptonian science on the Eradicator. Yeah, yeah whatever. Um, yeah. Did, did you know in Smallville that Lara was Clark's first word? It was the name of his mom. It was a really emotional scene when that's told to him in a season three episode of Smallville. Where you don't watch Smallville. <laughs> anyway... Was that the only deleted scene in that episode? Yeah, I think so, because it was a bit longer. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So so we've gone from having like two an episode to like one and a half, like with a scene extension to just one, to now we have none. To none, so yeah. maybe they, they ran out of scenes. They ran out of scenes to share. Uh, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe they accidentally like broadcast the wrong one. They're like, oh, well, <laughs> this is what it's going to be. All right, like I said, there were no deleted scenes in this episode, which is mm-hmm. you know, the 11th episode. Uh, a brief reminiscence in between cataclysmic events. So, now, the official CW description for this episode goes as follows. Gregory Smith, Everwood, directs the episode. Did you ever watch Everwood? I know. I don't know what that he was, is. He was the main character on, on Everwood. He actually was... Uh, did you ever see The Patriot? Mel Gibson movie about the American Revolution? Oh, yeah. I love The Patriot. He was the youngest... Am I allowed to like The Patriot still? I mean, that's a very loaded question for many reasons, I guess, in this day <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was but, referring to Mel uh, Gibson, <laughs> but actually, I really liked that movie when it came out. Gregory Smith was the younger kid who also dies, as does the older kid played by Heath Ledger in that movie who, who dies. But anyway, yeah, Gregory Smith has apparently uh, turned into a director uh, and gone behind the camera, and he directed this episode. And being the, the CW, because Everwood aired on WB, they're, they're advertising him as Everwood, anyway, in this, in this description, in the subheader. But... The description goes as follows. Clark makes a startling discovery about Morgan Edge. That's it. That's it? <laughs> That's it. And then it lists like the cast and stuff after that. That's, uh, I guess they really wanted to play that one close to the vest. I don't know why they didn't market it as like a look back on how Clark became Superman or something. Like, you know, I mean, you really want, you think you want to advertise that stuff, right? Because that's really why. You, that's the that, that's going to be the claim to fame of this episode, I think. And 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 you know, I'll say it here. This has been my favorite episode of the show mm-hmm. so far. Like the, the the first you know two thirds of it, that was the TV show that I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I show. loved all the flashbacks. I really did. I was like, oh, this is a nice episode. It was like it's going to take a turn. I'm like, I was kind of wondering like that's what right kinda... because the trailer like, takes a dark turn. Yeah, I'm like, I was what? Just like what kind of dark... okay, whatever. And so I, I don't really enjoy seeing the flashbacks. Like you're seeing, you know, l- young Clark Kent and he's like learning how to be Superman. Young Clark Kent who looks still looks nothing like and Tyler he looks Hecklin. like just some kid or whatever. But it's yeah. fine. You know, people do grow and change and stuff. Um, he's like in Antarctica or something. It's the Arctic, babe. whatever. And then he suddenly like starts off the Fortress of Solitude. Which I'm like, okay, in this day and age, if all of a sudden a mountain range and a series of caves appeared somewhere in the Arctic Circle or Antarctica, 
people would be all over that. Some well, kind of like was, uh, unrealistic for, right here. You know, alien technology. Yeah, so. whatever. So rewrote all the maps for the last like you know two hundred three. Well, nobody, years? nobody's looking up there. You know, it's always they probably no. There's it. scientists who are studying that all the they time. They probably just blamed it on global warming. Like, oh my god, look at all this ice. <laughs> it melted. Oh my god. <laughs> you're, anyway. you're right. <laughs> no, that that was great. And then, so this episode is full of references to other Superman things, but I'll like run those down a list when we're done. I don't want to interrupt our conversation with that. So mm, I think I appreciate that. Cause when you do that, I'm just going to get back to my texting because mm-hmm. my phone's like blowing up right now. <laughs> this is what I get for starting conversation right before we decide to podcast. Yeah. So then like Clark suddenly ages overnight and then he like, you know, goes back home and sees his mom and he's like, you know, three feet taller or something. He looks just like, if, okay. So yeah. So first of all, he, we see the, the, the young kid and then he turns into Tyler. Heck. It's, it's a good kind of time lapse of like him running and training. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's much like man of steel, that whole sequence. Cause he's learning to fly and he's smiling and all that it's straight out of man yeah. of steel and the movie. And, uh, he goes, it is funny. He talks to Jor-El before he goes home. And he's wearing the same clothes that the kid showed up in. I'm like, you don't fit in those clothes anymore. Well, I mean, he probably had like a style, right? <laughs> those look exactly the same. He did, so okay, so like, I don't. Did he stay there the whole time? You know, did he? I, did he go? Question. Back Maybe and there's forth? some secret alien technology where you can like you replicate know, clothes yeah, and stuff. Grow sure, your clothes, sure. shrink or stretch. I don't know. Um, but you know, I, I did. I did like where he leaves, and he's and Jarrell tells him, he's like, hey, you still have one last thing you got to figure out. Why you want to help them? Why you want to be Superman? I like that because sometimes it's like. He oh, maybe a, that why is going to be how well, he... Well, that was I don't his whole experience. Well, thing, but well, I think... Well, yeah, that was his whole experience yeah. of this episode. That was his journey. But I, I think so many times he either doesn't want to be Superman, like on Smallville, like he just didn't want to ever be Superman. Mm-hmm. And then other times he's just like, well, it's what I was in here to do, right? But he chose to do it. And I like how I gave him that mission statement. And then he did go home. And like like we're joking about, if I was Martha Kent, I'd be like, who are you? Yeah, like, <laughs> why are you my wearing son? my son's clothes? <laughs> so... Uh, but that was it. And you know what? Seeing that actress again, I guess, you know, we've seen this is the third time we've seen her. Was that as, a wig where they teased the crap out of her hair? Uh, I'm not sure. But this is the third time we've seen uh, Martha Kane here, played by Michelle Scarabelli, uh, who, as I think I mentioned before, played Data's girlfriend in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. So that's, that's a deep cut for you right there. Also, speaking of the Kents, I, I don't think I ever mentioned this on this podcast because I didn't, I didn't realize this um, before, uh, well after we recorded. But in in the in the pilot, you know, we talk, we're talking about uh, we're talking about Martha Kent, and the pilot Jonathan Kent is played by a uh, guest star from Smallville season six. He played Lana's doctor, who Lex kills after the doctor blackmails him into revealing that he faked Lana's pregnancy. But anyway, Fred Henderson played Jonathan Kent in that one scene where he had the heart attack and died, and we see a picture of him and Martha and Clark in this episode. So wanted to bring that up. But yeah, so so Clark comes home. And hey, he's got some, he's got somebody he wants to go see, right? Got to go see Lana. Got to go see Lana. So he goes to the town square, and we see. And this is a very important key part of information about when any of this stuff takes place. Mm-hmm. We see there in front of the the movie theater, the Talon Theater, no doubt. Shout out to Smallville. Um, and we see Harry Potter. Which one? Who knows? But they also say Friday Night Lights, which came out in two thousand four, right? So if you do the math. 2004 would have been 17 years before 2021. So that makes total sense if he comes back from the fortress and then he moves to Metropolis and meets Lois and they date and get married and have a couple of kids who are now 14 or 15 years old. The timeline makes perfect sense. So I applaud them for giving us that Easter egg as a key to figuring out when all this stuff takes place. 
I just liked how they tried to make Smallville look like it was buzzing. Like they had a couple, a few people walking around and they had some tables outside. What was clearly a bar. It was not a restaurant. They're like, oh, let's make it look like there's people and things are happening. And they had like the open sign and they had like these <laughs> random tables and people having dinner. And I was like, well, if it's the pandemic, yes, this makes sense. But I just thought that was kind of strange. They're trying to make Smallville well, look like it was Before the town went place. downhill. You know, that's why Morgan Edge had to come resuscitate. Wait, when, right? did, when did Harry Potter come out on Friday Night Lights? Well, Friday, 2004. So I'm not. Wait, what, what? Oh yeah, pre-recession. Is that the yeah. third or fourth Harry Potter? Well, no, pre-recession, movie? pre-recession, but also post 9/11. So mm. I don't know. Mm. Okay, I don't, but I don't know. My favorite thing about this entire sequence of and uh, the Smallville Street is seeing young Kyle Cushing. So what they did was they they clean shaved the actor and put a baseball hat on him. So he looks like, hey, Lana, I got the job at the fire station, right? So it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's funny to make him look younger because he's, yeah. Tyler Hecklin didn't look any younger either. Like he's, I mean, he kind of did. They had him unshaven. I don't know. He shaven. looked a little bit. Yeah. Oh, no, he was unshaven. He was all. He always has the five o'clock shadow. Does Something he? I actually don't like about. I don't think he does. He I think Superman does. is, no, he doesn't. Superman is clean shaven. Yeah, Superman is clean shaven and he never is. That's why I take issue with it. Because when he first showed up. No, on only Su- in certain scenes. When he first showed up on Supergirl, he was clean shaven. He's clean so he looks- shaven in 90% of the, nah, the scenes. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Somebody who can't grow a beard, I detect beard growth. <laughs> <laughs> it bothers me. It, anyway, that's the, there, there it is. That's the real problem is. But Clark, he's going to go Chelsea, say right? hi to Lana. All right. And then from across, this is a classic, you know, he, he sees from across the street that she kisses, you know, who you know was Kyle, and then she mm-hmm. hugs him and he sees an engagement ring. Oh, it's like, oh, I'm so happy for you. And I was like, I think Lana would be happy if he's like, because he got his Lana, job. I only had one beer instead of two today. Like, I mean, this she's be like, fun. oh, I'm They're so in the happy honeymoon you. phase. You I know? guess, but she always, she just always has the same tone to me. Hey. Like, there's no depth there. It's just like, oh, I'm so happy Kyle, for you because I know so people like that, and they're she fake. A, they're so fake. She has a very raspy voice. I think it's like Lana. breathless. Hey, <laughs> but you know, unlike Superman, Superman Returns, this Superman respects when people are engaged and engagement rings on, so he just leaves Lana alone. Goes home. Martha's like, you know what, son? People move on. You've been gone a long time. More again, Superman references everywhere in this. And then she gives him the costume, the co- the, the the Fleischer cartoon Superman costume, which everybody loves so much from the pilot. Mm-hmm. And that is traditionally in a lot of versions of Superman. Martha makes him his costume. Um, she made it in Lois and Clark. She made it on Smallville. You know, and this one really does look like a homemade costume. So yeah. I give him credit there. And also like it because you have um, it ties you back to the first scene where he saves a little boy from that car. Yeah, and then someone's like, "Is that a bird or is it a plane?" And then bird he changes. Da, yeah, da, da, and then he da, da, changes da. in a what's it called? Uh, the phone booth, which I don't think phone booths were really around in two thousand four, two thousand five. No, no that's, so that's a stretch. You know what's funny? In the very first Superman movie, Superman the movie nineteen seventy eight, they make a joke about that because he runs. Christopher Reeve, he's gonna go change, and he runs. He look. He stops. And he he double takes a not a phone with like a phone station. You mm-hmm. know they used to have those like. Oh after yeah, phone where it's like open. He kind of gives it a second look, and then he's like, yeah, and then he runs off and does changes in revolving door. Uh, so like okay. in 1978, they were like, this is outdated. We're yeah. gonna joke about it and move on. <laughs> and now like Superman Lois is doing it. Smallville did they it. They didn't right? joke about it. He actually found a well, phone booth like, without any that's, irony. That's what I'm saying. We've regressed. Now we're like Superman changes in phone booths, right? I'm like, no, no, no. You had it right in the 70s. These are done. Yeah. There are no phone booths anymore okay wait there are some phone booths in some neighborhoods here they use it as like a decorative thing yeah yeah but i phone booths what an interesting idea it's a weird thing it's a decoration they, they make never, it look like it's red or something they were never like soundproof you know <laughs> so it didn't really help i mean superman changed them in the 30s and stuff and but that's appropriate because he's wearing his costume from the, the 30s right this version and this is where we start getting and i thought it was you know you were saying that 
just a bunch of old stuff, right? I thought it was pretty clever how they, they repurposed a bunch of footage from the pilot and built scenes around it. Like, in the pilot, we saw him save uh, this green car, which is reference to Action Comics number one, and then a kid loses his hat, right? That's from Superman for All Seasons, and he's like, nice costume. He's like, my mom made it for me, right? Thanks, that ho- my mom made it for me. Very like, cute moment. Off. And that's from the pilot, but then also they build this whole sequence around that. So that's actually his first save. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was pretty cool. And then they, and then we see him go to the planet. He has a conversation with Perry White. Uh, and I love how who he hires him to be like, does something with his dry cleaning. And yeah, I was like, yeah, that's yeah. illegal. Mark, he's like, well, you know, I had some good stuff with my school paper right there. He's like, look, I need cover porters, not lost puppies. He's like, oh, I'll do whatever. He's like, all right. Well, there's no, there's no health insurance, and he's like, well, no, not a problem. Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> or really bad health insurance that, that you may as well true. not have health yeah, insurance. Yeah, he says something like, there's no overtime, yeah, but yeah. you're going to be working like overtime every day. But that's just a very subtle Clark Kent thing where he's like, there's no health insurance, not a problem, because he doesn't need it, because it's Clark Kent. So then, and then that kind of dovetails into the scene from the pilot where he meets Lois for the first time. We get that whole sequence again, and then we get a little extension of that. And so this is what I thought... So, so, so let's take a, we're, you know, we're going actually chronologically here for the first time, I think, in one of these conversations. So yeah, this, because this there's episode, so many things that we like. Necessitates it, yeah. yeah. But let, let's put a pause here and let's discuss this. I, I what, thought, some reference to Smallville? <laughs> I thought this was going to be just a flashback episode. Yeah, I was completely content with that. So it's interesting that it's not. Do you feel like it should have just been that or... Well, no, I mean, they kind of set us up for that with the description because we're like, what could they possibly mean? And then we're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, No, I mean, I'm just fine with it. I thought it was a very clever way to, and I thought it was just going to be like, he's passed out and remembering stuff because that's a very cliche. Yeah, that's exactly what we thought it was going to be. Trying to climb his way up and remembering his life, right? Life flashing before his eyes kind of thing. That wasn't it. They actually tied, and we'll get to it in a minute. Yeah, so anyways, let's go back to the... Well, well, I thought it was, I'm just saying, I thought it was very clever (laughs) that they incorporated a flashback into a story reason. That's all. Mm -hmm. Um, Because then we start to, we get a couple glimpses of the guy. And yeah, so you're missing the whole part where he meets Lois for the first well, I know, time. I'm just saying, I'm saying this which is like super important. <laughs> and he like meets her, and he's all like you know nerdy, nervous Clark, whatever. And she's just like, hmm, okay, Clark. And then he starts taking interest in the story she's working on. Well, this is huge because usually, I you know what? Hot take. You're here first. This might be my favorite Clark and Lois like meeting relationship. Her attitude towards Clark and Superman in live action because mm, this is okay. you know what? This is much more believable and it's for a woman like lois lane right she is not like oh my god it's superman she's like i'm trying to tell real stories here everybody just cares about this guy flying around not even solving the problems i'm working on right yeah. and i really like some that. guy who's like putting like nazi symbols in this like ethnic part of town yeah. or something and that's, that's actually from a superman radio play called uh superman smashes the kkk oh and it's a guy called um i think adam man is his name and they they changed the swastika to like the, the, the double S, which is like the more like... Oh, which uh, is also bad. <laughs> yeah, but it's like the more like, well, we don't feel as bad putting this on things oh, on television. Yeah. So like people know it's still Nazis, but it's, you know. But anyway, that's straight from the radio play and stuff from like the 40s, I think they made it. Um, so that's really cool. And uh, and so she's covering this and it's a guy who's torching like minority businesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she's covering this story and we see this montage and we don't know how long it takes, but... Her and Clark are working together because he, he's helping her with the working story. Working late and, nights, mm-hmm. you can see that. That was an adorable scene where he's like, well, I'm going to go. She's like, got a hot date. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't she like kind of come on to him a little bit? He did. And he was yeah. like, Arr! and like any, you know, nerdy <laughs> guy, you're like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to go. Um, so that, that was that was real cute. 
I like that a lot. And that I, was cute. Okay. And so, so that's really building their relationship. And it's, you know, it's not, they don't spend a lot of time on it, but we get the point. We get the montage. We get a lot of cute moments. And then we have um, a big, uh, a big save where, where uh, Superman, uh, Clark shows up the planet and Lois isn't there and he's a super hearing and she's down confronting this guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's going to torture Adam, Adam man or whatever. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, he, his name's not, he said something else, but anyways, well, yeah, he had, a, he had a real person name, but that's his, that's his villain name. Okay. So uh, he's going to torture, and then he gets in the way and takes all the flames, and mm-hmm. and, uh, and then saves the crowd from the uh, yeah some grenades, grenades, yeah. yeah. And then Lois tases him, you know, so showing that you know she didn't need to be saved, you know, she she helped save herself, which is yeah. great. So I, I love this whole setup, uh, and they really drive the point home. Where apparently, and I guess what we said this was like two thousand five and six, the day of the planet's gone a little digital. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that was the year, and everyone was doing like blogs and video vlogs. vlogs and yeah, it's like stuff, we need yeah. Lois. We need we need you to like to do something for the internet. <laughs> like so, anyway, she's she's hosting this interview with the Superman, his first public interview. And uh, if you notice, it's like four by three because it's like mm-hmm. the, it, it took people time to to get accustomed to widescreen and stuff. So this is in two thousand five, six, maybe. And she's had an interview with Superman. It's real cute. And uh, Lois Lane interviewing Superman the first time is always a huge thing in mythology. Uh, but her producer calls over, and it's, they have a real cute interaction. Her Lo- Lois and her her producer friend, she's like, "I think Superman's into you." Yeah, and she's like, "I say this like someone who I love this ending in every movie or something like that." And then she's like, "No, I love somebody else." And I'm, I thought that was kind of funny. And then she's like, "Does Superman have super hearing?" Yeah, and he looks over there like, oh. and then like I love how Lois walks over there with her hair kind of like hanging, like, like trying not to like this, have right? him look at her like she's embarrassed. I she's like, that was funny. Clark, I've been dating for a while, and I love him. He's dorky, okay?" And like, <laughs> the guy with the glasses, so it's like, <laughs> but she didn't seem her friend wasn't in disbelief. No, no, no. Like Lois said it like, "Oh, I'm kind of embarrassed," but mm. her friend wasn't like, "Ew," which is what I kind of expected I, I if, for really, that sort of response. I think that's really cute though, and that's why I really like this whole setup because you know we've kind of moved past the whole like. Like Lois Lane can't tell the difference, and she's in love with Superman. All this, we're kind of moved past all that by this point. Yeah. So I really like how she's like, no, she she met Clark Kent. She loves Clark Kent. They're in a relationship. Superman exists. I mean, it's great that he saves her and stuff, but she's not like ignoring Clark, treating him like nothing, and by chasing after Superman all the time. So mm-hmm. I really think that's this is a great update to the Lois Clark mm-hmm. Superman okay. relationship. So that's, I'm I'm totally on board with this. I love this. So then uh, and he takes her home right to Smallville. Yeah, oh, meets Martha. In, in one of these saves, we get the Shadow Man guy. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so when I saw that, I was like, oh, it's probably just like a future villain or something. And there's going to be another scene where like that guy's there or something. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I thought. Um, Plant the seeds. Now, but then, in retrospect, we both felt like they should have put in more of that. Yeah, because it was just that one. And it was kind of weird. And maybe that's because Clark is like waking up from where he actually Slowly is. Slowly waking up. Oh, okay. Um, right. And so maybe he's becoming more aware. Because you know when you're asleep, like you might be like, you might realize, oh, I'm in my bed or I'm here or something. But you don't really, until you fully wake up or whatever, you know. You, mm-hmm. Sleep paralysis. Yeah. Yeah. Or lucid dreaming or whatever. Yeah. You don't, you don't, well, you do have control. Yeah. Wait. Lucid is have control. Okay. Well, anyways, it's something like that. So then you see even more flashbacks. Lois announcing she's pregnant. But then Clark's like, something's not right. And that's when I'm like, okay, what's going on? Like, well, we get some more. Oh, because stock- he was in the Fortress of Solitude well, yeah, well, first, we- and his dad was like, Leave! "Get out!" Yeah. yeah. Well, we get some more. We get some more stock footage from the pilot. Like to your point, like we see yeah. him pick up the truck and show Lois the secret, and they get mm-hmm. engaged in the fortress and then the wedding and all that. That's all. And again, though, I think it's really. I, I don't. I don't feel like it was lazy. I think it was pretty smart to reuse all that stuff. Yeah. And and then he's like, and it is funny because they're on like their honeymoon, and and he's like, he's telling Lois like, 
Can't wait to tell my dad. He's going to be really excited, <laughs> which is weird. It's a hologram, I know. Right? I was like, his, oh, And it was dad. funny because he goes to the fortress and he's like, how was your wedding ceremony, son? I know. I was just like, <laughs> no, did he say ceremony? Where, how was Ritual? Your, I don't need your, cer- your wedding night? I don't know. He said oh, something no. and I was like, and it was right after There's that. There's lots of parents asking weird things to children. These <laughs> Kryptonians really don't know uh, what shouldn't, shouldn't be talked about between parents and children. But uh, but this is when he starts freaking out. He's like, you have to leave now. Yeah, he starts yelling at him and then Clark like kind of comes to on the bed with Lois announcing her pregnancy and he's like, oh, that's great. But he's, I guess he still doesn't yeah. realize that he's like not in his real, or he's in his memory, but he's really awake somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and then they find out he's having twins and then that's when things start, he's, sees something like a flickering shadow outside the door shadow man out there right yeah and I, then i did like the where, where, where they're talking about the twins and he's like we're gonna be fine and she's like says the guy doesn't have to deliver twins mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. but but he goes he starts to really figure out like because he leaves the conversation but lois keeps talking to nothing and he's like i'm not really here like it's 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 like he's yeah in that's his, when he's like okay so this is he's weird in this recording of his mind but he can't escape it and then he we see morgan edge yeah we see his reflection yeah. suddenly he's Th- there that was a real that was a really cool reveal of yeah him through the door uh and he pushes out and he starts freaking out he's like, oh my god he knows everything now mm-hmm. because he didn't he knew he was superman he didn't know it was clark kent you know about but lois I, and the clark kids. i don't think he realized he was in his memories yet because morgan edge is there and he's standing over the babies and he's like don't hurt them and he's like yeah. i would never hurt ba- a, a, a baby he's but like but a teenage boys, boy on the other hand <laughs> yeah and that's what jolts him awake uh, yeah and then and he so has that, that headband on yeah his it, it, it is it is kind of funny to see them walking around with the headbands uh, but he, uh, Morgan Edge explains, this is, I don't know what's Kryptonian, I'm going to keep calling Morgan Edge, but he explains, like, this is Kryptonian technology and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm totally by it. And I thought it was a real clever sci-fi way to show us all the Superman stuff that we wanted to see that we didn't know about. Like, so much of his backstory we didn't know, mm-hmm. this version anyway, right? And that was a really smart way to show us. And through this, you know, going through his, his big life events... He's found all this stuff out. And I do like, you know what? I, I am really liking Morgan Edge as, as the character now, um, as his brother. I I don't like that he was Morgan Edge. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like they took a name. What like do you I mean? Was, like, like I was talking about with Steel and Lex Luthor, right? I didn't like how they're combining names and rechanging stuff to kind of confuse you, you know? Like, Morgan Edge is just a business guy mm-hmm. who runs... Uh, uh, okay. Who runs... You don't uh, like that it's like... Basically, two characters in one. Yeah, like they could have had like generic businessman person, right? And he'd be like, "Who is this dumb new character?" And then I would have complained about that. I'm like, they should have used Morgan Edge, <laughs> right? That's what I would have mm-hmm. said if they hadn't. But then this guy turns out to be a Kryptonian as his brother, which I still am like, eh, the brother thing. Eh. But I do like what they do here because like Morgan Edge, you're like he really does like he's like I pilled you as a brother, I've pilled you as a Kryptonian. You keep rejecting me. You know, he's like, you were my greatest disappointment. Like, all I wanted was a family and other, you know, a brother. I, I feel like he's projecting a no, lot there. I, I, I don't think so. Because at the end, right, when he's talking to his hologram dad as a teenager, he was like, hey, did, did anybody else get sent here? And he's like, oh, you're so weak, right? All you need is me. Like, so he really did want other Kryptonian friends and family. So to me, that explains his motivation more. But he does a real dick move, right? Superman tells him no again. And then he crushes the uh, the crystal that made the fortress, and so that erases Jor-El. So mm-hmm. now that's straight out of Man of Steel. Zod does the same thing uh, to Jor-El there. He says, like, farewell, my son, or something. And he Can he ever come back, or is like, that it? That's probably it. Angus McFadden, exit. Uh, that's a wrap for him, which is fine, because I didn't really care for this Jor-El, honestly, so I really don't <laughs> really don't mind if he never comes back. But that's one way to get rid of him. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's Man of Steel is the same thing. Zod erases uh, Jor-El. 
uh, from the mm. from the Kryptonian ship, and it's a very similar thing here. So I think that's unless they have something other because that crystal's everything. Okay. So that's where he, that's why he ca- carried it from the ship to the fortress, and that's where the program. Well, I think is it was directing him right because it was glowing or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, at the beginning, yeah, but I'm saying like he still uses it to like talk to his dad, and that, that the whole AI program mm-hmm. is in that crystal, so it's gone now. So that's that's a shame. That's too bad. So I mean, in in universe, it's a shame. I don't really, I don't mind not <laughs> seeing this Jarrell anymore. It didn't really bother me. Maybe there's a computer in there somewhere without Jarrell, but talking to his dad's AI is it seems to be over. I, I just remember when he killed his dad. I was like, oh, is this supposed to be the Father's Day episode? <laughs> or wow. I was like, I think it's after Father's Day. <laughs> that's true. That was stupid. around the same time. And think about that. Um, and he had he had two Superman had two kids in this one, so that Father's Day thing would have worked, I guess. Um, but then. Um, Morgan Edge just beats him up, says all that stuff to him. And I don't know. I think they're making him a more three-dimensional villain now. So I, I'm kind of understanding his motivation more. I do kind of like him. I do like his his cool trench coat with the high uh, with the high neck. That's like, okay, that's a pretty cool costume. So they're winning me over on that. I still don't think Superman should have a brother, but that's just me. So he beats up Superman, flies off, and then we catch up with the rest of the characters in the show, <laughs> what, what they've been doing, right? Kyle Cushing apologizes to Lois, right, for never... Yeah, I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. So the heat, I don't know. Kind of an update on the people who are, I guess, infected. Yeah, yeah Alana's friend, all those, all those people. Like, oh, yeah, they're fine. Do you think they sped through Kyle's, like, redemption too fast? Because now it's like, what else do you do with him? No, I mean, we. I think we talked about maybe there'll be a sacrifice or something, right? Um, but no, I think it was fine. Man, I mean, he might die at the end of the season now. Yeah, maybe. Because there's nothing else to do with him, right? Like, I thought I they mean, were they gonna... could fight Morgan Edge together. And then he'll die. I just, I thought they could have dragged that out. There's, there was a lot more story potential there. And now he's like, hey, I'm a good guy now. But we'll see. We'll I see. mean, we'll find out if there's like any lingering effects or or what, right? Um, or maybe he becomes like a foot soldier and thing. But I think, I don't know, I think it would be really strange if they were to kill him off now. I agree. Um, I hope they don't. I yeah. actually like the character. He's yeah, very he's, interesting. He's, he's uh, really developed and done kind of a 180, and he recognizes he was in the wrong and stuff. And, and in this world of fantastical stuff, him and Lana and their family, like the normal people. So I think it's important to have the normal people like that to ground the show. Because mm-hmm. if everybody knows about Superman and aliens and flying around, then it's like, where's the, where, what's the viewpoint like that? But hey, some big news for Jordan, him and Sarah. He's out oh, of the friend zone. Oh, well, I, I guess, yeah, they share a kiss, so I guess that means you're not in the friend zone anymore. I don't know. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but they're kind of official. Jonathan's really happy for him, right? So they, they all go home, and Lois is like, hey, if you're going you know, to have a girlfriend, now me and your dad are going to set you down, right? And talk, talk about our expectations. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, is that what she was saying? Yeah. I, that was in there they went, when they were in the truck? Yeah, when they oh, came home. okay. Well, they come home, and then like Uncle Morgan's there. I love which that Which is line. probably like <laughs> Lois's like, worst nightmare. Yeah, so... They hear like this, like, oh, dad must be home. He's like, no, your father won't be here for quite some time. That's why like, Uncle oh, Morgan sh- came to say hello. And like, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, all right, you sold me on this nonsense now. And Morgan Edge is Superman's brother, and he's and uh, he's this kid's uncle. And so he blames Lois, you know, and uh, for like, you know, warping Superman's mind, turning against his people and stuff, mm-hmm. right? And he's going to, like, I think he's going to heat vision him all. Jordan tries to get him to leave, right? Yeah, he does like that. He tries to heat vision, but I guess he, I don't know, he doesn't have 
practice or control over it and well you he's know, just way more organized, organized just way like more blasts him away he's like a 15 year old kid but like without that wouldn't have hurt him though if he'd done that to like lois would have killed her right oh but right, like right, with right. him it just like knocks him over right but right. the superman shows up to save them and right. the, i guess the only way to save them is to submit, submit. to morgan edge which really upset me like i wasn't like in tears or anything but i was just kind of like no why are you doing there has to be another way like <laughs> but i guess he doesn't see any other way because he knows the secret identity and he's basically just going to torture them to death um or torture them until whatever happens. So I was kind of, I don't know. I was a little disappointed that he submitted so quickly. And then you see like a flashback with Morgan edge and maybe in future episodes will be more flashbacks of him. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we're starting to flesh maybe? him out a little more. Yeah. yeah. And you see him in a desert and like a dry place, which well, is, we figured out that's why he's always in the desert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause he has some, his little place his down there. His fortress of solitude is in the desert. Cause he yeah. also has a crystal. Because, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, it does parallel. And you know what? They're doing a good job. They're kind of bringing this home. Or, like, it parallels Clark's journey as a young man with Morgan Edges. Because they go, the crystal guides him out to the wilderness somewhere. Clark's was to the Arctic and the snow. Morgan Edges was to the, the desert. He throws the crystal. So I guess it, they're just emphasizing their differences, like hot and cold, black and white, good versus evil, you know, that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. of course, like, if he's going to be in the Arctic, they're going to find, like, the exact opposite. He's not just going to be in... I don't know, Kansas <laughs> or someplace boring well, also like that. somewhere that you can kind of just hide that. And like, oh, I guess there was an earthquake in the desert. Oh, well, yeah. right, nobody's going to care. So well, he I mean, goes it, in there. it also makes sense. Like Superman landed in Kansas, kind of like a, it's a pretty hot place in the summer, kind of dry, or it can be very dry. So of course he's going to go to the opposite climate uh, instead of uh, Kansas is super flat. So he goes mountains where it's cold and icy and all that and dark and not bright. And then Morgan Edge, which is real name. Brow, how something what I heard Talro, right? right? Sure, Tall. I don't know. Whatever. I know his dad's name is Zeta Ro. Okay, so it must be Tal Tall. Whatever. Anyways, if he was like trapped in London. We think from some of his flashbacks, and so that's like a damp, you know, dark place because he was kept underground. So of course he's gonna go somewhere where it's like dry oh, and bright. Oh, you know what? I didn't think of that. He says, "I like to see. The, I like the sun on my face," which yeah. makes sense because he was kept in a mm-hmm. in a in a cell for a yeah. lot of his life. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So then he goes and um his 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 dad is a creepy old man. I like it. It's like really like it's weird. He, he's like a like an I evil know, wizard. And he's like yeah. He's like gross looking. Yeah. I like it though. I'm like I was mm. I was unsettled by that guy. And you're supposed and like to you're be. gonna take advice from that. Right. From so his dude? name is Zeta Rowe, uh, played by A. C. Peterson, who was a senator in the last couple of episodes of Smallville season six. So there's Smallville guest stars showing up playing a. Playing a uh, bad old dude again, and uh, and I liked how he's like got this. He's like it's kind of like really like a little nature versus nurture thing. I think with with Superman and, and Morgan Edge because he's got like this father who really doesn't care about his emotions and stuff. He's like, did you find the Eradicator? It's like it's not here yet. I'm like, you're an idiot. Like he really. I like, know it's d- like if you get a, yeah, you get an idea of like what kind of loving parent this yeah. person isn't, and like the sort of emotional abuse this guy's gone through, probably out even realizing. Oh it. yeah, because he he he's oblivious to it because like the guy's like, I'm all you need, you know. And that's like that's abuser behavior right there. So he tells him like, okay, you, we got to cure you all this pain, right? Because he's like weakness. Uh, I think is yeah, what we, he call, weakness. Says, right? weakness yeah. That's what it is. Weakness, right? Because he asks about other Kryptonians, he's like, oh, it's weakness, right? And then he turns on this like you know power beam or something, and you know probably just tortures and molds him into who he wants him to be and brainwashes mm-hmm. him really. Yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate, right? So I think that's what I'm seeing. I, uh, you're seeing more why Morgan Edge is the way he is, which is insightful. Now that's a real flashback. That's not like mm-hmm. some memory thing that dovetails into Superman being brought there by Morgan Edge to meet Zeta Rowe. Right? Yeah. So I was a little confused by that because he shows up and they're like, we're going to do whatever to you. Mm-hmm. And they put the same beam on him that they put on Morgan Edge. Morgan yeah. Edge. But they use the eradicator this time. 
But how do you know it was the Eradicator? Because they put the thing in the wall. They put, I was, okay, I, that to me looked like they're just putting it like in the closet. They're like, oh good, you got it. Let me go put it in the safe. I, you're right. You know? I, don't, I don't know. I think we'll we'll see what happens. To because Superman. he didn't have the Eradicator before when Morgan Edge was there and getting all, all right. goodness, you know, shot out of him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can these laser beams, I'm assuming that are the same ones that they use to get the kryptonite out of Jordan, is it, can you also set it to like, okay, we're going to set it to erase all kindness versus all kryptonite. Like, is that how that setting works? Maybe, maybe. I mean, maybe just, you know, brainwashing. Who knows, right? But I'm, I think we'll find out more what happens to Superman in the future episodes, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. this is what apparently, I don't know that he get possessed by another Kryptonian. Is he just straight up evil now? Because they hit with all this and he looks up he's got the red but he could have just been like you've just been shot with a bunch of beans like (laughs) yeah really angry but i I don't know i wasn't sure to to your point i guess superman could have fought harder it's like it's just him and one other guy the superman apparently doesn't kill like henry cavill superman like so he's not just gonna snap his neck you know and like like superman kills zod Mm -hmm. so if this superman did that all his problems would be solved uh but that's not who superman is he's not gonna do that i guess so but yeah so now he's gonna be possessed and it's or, or possessed or brainwashed or something and then lois gets on the phone very slowly calls uh, John Yeah, like Henry the kids. I, we saw this in the preview where she's like, the kids are standing back there like in shock and she's right. just kind of like, very dejected has this like and, look on her face yeah. and I was like, oh shit, what's happening here in the previews and now it's like, oh, she's calling Irons to be like, hey, that thing you said is going to happen, it's happening. Yeah, so get your murder van back here. We're going to need you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so we'll see. I mean, that was really the episode. I, I really, I loved it. I, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I liked uh, it too. Of course, you know, Evil Superman... <laughs> well, I mean, I think what we're going to see it's evil Superman and what's going to turn him is Lois. I hope so. I, re- I really think that's what's going to happen. Um, yeah. Or maybe his mom, maybe, because they have the Eradicator or somebody Yeah, does. they're going to bring her back again. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, the kids, you know, there's so many. I mean, I don't know how they're going to resolve it. Maybe it's going to be the kids because she didn't work in the last one, but then she wasn't married to it him wasn't either. wasn't his wife. Yeah. Anything, no. So, I mean, I don't know if it's still him or if it's possessed or something, but... Uh, but yeah, no, I, I thought, you know, so many awesome references to Superman things. I, I sprinkled a few in, but the beginning is very much like Superman the movie or Smallville where he goes to the Arctic and throws a crystal. And mm-hmm. that's cool. I like how the crystal is like orange now because in Superman the movie was green and everybody's like, is that kryptonite? I'm like, no, it's not kryptonite. It's just the green crystal. But everybody knows mm-hmm. if there's a green rock around Superman, it's kryptonite. So that was an odd color choice. So I'm glad they changed that. And then so many references to the early Superman stuff. Like, like I said, Superman smashes the KKK. Um, the stuff of the Daily Planet. I did notice that um, they didn't cast a Jimmy Olsen or anything. I guess they didn't want to lock themselves into a Jimmy Olsen or or, or explain if this was the same Jimmy Olsen from, from Supergirl because they have cast a Jimmy Olsen in that universe. But uh, Clark takes a picture with Lois and that made me like, oh, where, where is Jimmy Olsen? <laughs> you know, Clark has a camera. That was kind of odd. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, so many great references to everything. And it's just like kind of a love letter to Superman fans, if you want to call it that way. So so I, I love that. I, you know, that is the show I kind of wanted. Uh, I do. I am enjoying this show. <laughs> but having that slice, all that with him and Metropolis, with Lois of the Daily Planet, a whole different uh, spin on like the setup of their relationship and uh, sprinkling in enough Smallville and stuff. I, I really, you know, that other, uh, what, the best of Smallville, that was a flashback episode too. And I, I didn't really, they didn't really jive with me like, like this one did. But this one is definitely definitely a winner for me i i, I really loved it and, and i guess i hope we get more flashbacks i guess i don't maybe they're flashbacks maybe now, they I burn guess. them yeah they burn them all up use them up i don't know well i mean all the stuff they shot but i guess you could always go tell more flashback stories you know like like if like in the future like a future episode i would love if like there, there's a villain from the past right and then they keep doing flashbacks like a half and half of like when they met them years ago in metropolis and when they met them now what they're dealing with so i think that'd be really clever um, but, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's right. Within any, any last, uh, 
thoughts on anything from from this episode of the show? I liked it. I liked how heavy it was on the flashbacks. I, they did tell us that's what it was going to be, but I thought it was really nice to see these like scenes and watch the development of like you know Clark into Superman and Clark into Lois, I suppose, <laughs> getting into Lois. Um, whoa, whoa. Okay. Not like that, <laughs> but like falling, falling for Lois, I think is what I meant to say. Um, or Lois falling for him. Um, yeah, that was, that was, that was so cute. I liked all of that. I mean, we've seen that, I mean, me, I say we, I have seen that so many times, but they found a new fresh way to do it. Yeah. And that's Whenever they can good. do that, that's very exciting. Yeah. I liked all this. And then when he like turns at the end, I was really disappointed. I was like, What? You know, I was like, I, Superman wouldn't turn that quickly, but um, I don't know. I'm curious to see how they spin this and what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it was, you know, it was like when he submits, I was I was wondering if he was going to say kneel, like kneel before Zod, like he does in the movies. You know, it was almost like that. Because he does like, kneel, but he, he doesn't say it. He does. I was like, you're going to, that's Zod's thing. That's not your thing, Morgan Edge. But it was very Superman 2 where he comes out, he's all dejected, and that reminded me of that. But they didn't, they didn't go there. I guess they're going to say they might bring Zod in at some point. They actually want to use that line there because it kneel before mm-hmm. Zod. But, uh, but don't. So that's nine out of 11 for me and eight out of 11 for you. That's a pretty good ratio. Wait, what were the other two? I remember like the second one I didn't like. You didn't like the second one? Oh, was it the one like last week you or didn't two like, weeks before? You didn't like the second one. You didn't like the flashback one, the first one, uh, flashback one. And then there's one we both didn't like. Uh, was it the last episode? Uh, <laughs> we don't actually keep There was it. one where we were like, we liked it up to a point and then we were like, why not? So yeah, so uh, the show comes back on July 13th. Uh, oh, really? So they get a couple of weeks off. Thank God. Uh, so there, so there got you go. Got a lot going on, guys. I really, I could really use the time off. As I understand it, there's four episodes left, so I assume that I'll just be one, two, three, four in quick succession, and that'll be the end of Superman Lois. Better be. <laughs> Season one. We got a lot coming up. <laughs> I know, I know. So we're, we're, we're got busy times right now in the real world, but uh, but yeah. it is fun to watch this show. I'm, I'm glad it's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. good. It's entertaining. We're having a good time doing this, watching the show. Uh, if this was a bad show, man, I don't know. I don't know if you, I, I don't, you might have tapped out by now. So yeah, I've been like, yeah, I know I said yes, but we were in a pandemic and things have changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, you know what? The trailer, I, I will say one word on the trailer for next time. Uh, we're going to see Diggle, Diggle from Arrow. Uh, so I'm very excited to see you mean him. Irons? No, no, this is John Diggle, not John Henry Who's Irons. Who's that? He's a different African-American character in the Arrowverse, so... Is Irons in it too? I assume. Well, she called. Maybe she was calling John Diggle, not John Henry Irons. Wait, wait, now. who's Diggle? Okay, in the in the trailer for next week, you see the guy yeah. in the leather jacket. That's that's Diggle. It's John. Diggle oh, that from wasn't Arrow. her calling Irons. No, no. It's as I said, a different African American man in the Arrowverse. Okay, it is not because I can't <laughs> tell people apart. It is because they only show for a few seconds, and I'm like, who the. This. I was very excited that Diggle was going to, because he was my this favorite. This whole time I've been saying Irons, you haven't corrected me. No, she <laughs> did call John Henry Irons. I'm just saying John Diggle shows up. But that doesn't make any sense. I Why d- would he show up? I don't, well, he's in the military. Um, he's an oh. ex-military guy. He It's possibly Green Lantern right now. We don't know, but he was Oliver Queen's best friend. So are they just doing a crossover because they can? Arrow's over. So, but he's still appearing on other shows. So I'm very curious because he's my favorite character on Arrow. I cannot wait to see him on Superman Lois. Mm. I hope they don't mess up his awesome ending on arrow but we'll see okay so i'm very excited i did feel like this uh preview did like didn't really well that's show very much because i haven't finished the episodes yet yeah they're (laughs) probably like (laughs) they got nothing to show show the guy from arrow the people like that well they were they were showing the um like superman like blowing up buildings which was stock footage from another episode i know and i was just like so this could just be irons like recounting what happened on his plan to somebody else and not actually the superman because if they get to that point they are screwed and i know i understand your confusion about like because she calls john (laughs) 
and you know, John Henry Irons, the guy's established. Yeah. And I'm saying they're bringing in John Diggle. I'm like, wait, 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 who, what? I don't know how they're going to connect any of these things. I don't. But I'm yeah. very excited to see Diggle on the show. Do they show so. the suns in the preview? I don't... Uh, maybe like in the background or something. Uh, okay. But, uh, but th- th- this is this will be... This will be the first real character outside of the main characters who's come over from one of the other shows. Okay. So that's very, that's exciting. Exciting for me. I guess. Diggle's a great character. He's my favorite one on Arrow. So I'm very excited to see. Now, if he's not Green Lantern at all, I'm going to be disappointed. He's just some like random dude. Maybe it could be him before Green Lantern. I don't know. Did you see the Green Lantern movie? No. Okay. I don't think so. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with that. I'm just... I just want to know if you knew anything about Green Lantern. I, I don't know if I knew there the was last time we saw John Diggle, <laughs> Sorry, he, was, he was opening up, he was opening up a box, right, and it had the Green Lantern ring in it, but we couldn't see it because of, like movies and stuff that you couldn't like have. Anyway, it's complicated. Because of, you couldn't why you couldn't see because of movies. WB is real dumb. They don't want to like have like like Batman is off limits. Like that's why there's no Batman shows. You know what I mean? Okay. So Green Lantern is also they have movie ideas for him. They, he's off limits apparently. They're doing other shows with them on other networks and oh. stuff. So the whole for the whole Arrow, everybody thought that John Diggle was going to become John Stewart, the Green Lantern. Uh-huh. And it turns out he had a stepdad named Stewart on another Earth. His name was John Stewart. What the hell? Anyway, they set it all up where at the last episode of Arrow, he became the Green Lantern. He opens up a ring from outer space, and right? Okay. But you can't really see it. You just see the glow. Anyway. Okay. That's where we left it. I guess it. the ring is off limits. I was very excited. I'm like, yeah, right? Okay. And if they undo that here, I'm going to be very disappointed. So stay tuned for me to get <laughs> very disappointed. Zach will be on the next what, episode. Eight I'm just, out of eleven. Wait, eight out of twelve. I don't know the numbers. Where are they? I'm just setting all that up for you, just in case. Like, why don't you like this? That that'll be why. But we'll see. I hope I have faith. Have okay. faith, Alfred. So anyway, that's gonna do Did it. You just like Batman quote. That was right. That's correct from wow. Justice League, babe. You remembered? No, I, I didn't remember. I just know Alfred is like a character <laughs> in Batman, and I was like, what did you just say? <laughs> Anyway, that's going to do it for us this week on Always on Superman and Lois. We'll be back when the episodes come back and finish mm-hmm. off the season. I'm Superman. I'm Lois. And until then, always hold on to Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois.